Okay, it's time to find out whether we should be calling up the local Ferrari dealership to place an order or calling our local builders' merchants to check on the price of sandbags as we prepare to batten down the hatches. I'm about to bring Neil Edwards, CEO uh, of the Builders' Conference, onto the show to see how the construction sector fared in the month of April. So while I'm doing that, let's play his intro music. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, Mark. I hope you can hear me. I can hear you loud and clear, and you're coming through uh, crisp as anything. Uh, you're back in the office, aren't you? I am. That's why. I'm, yeah, totally, totally different world to what I'm used to. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm... I, I find that that backdrop is far less interesting than your usual one, but we'll, we'll crack on anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm almost afraid to ask, what are the scores mm. on the doors for April 2022? Yes, uh... We have passed the five billion pound mark. We're five point one billion this month, but uh, it has been a rather slow uh, month itself to get to those figures. I, given all that's going on in the world, I can't say I'm entirely surprised by that. Um, who came out as top dog? Have we got any surprises in that that area? Well, yes, yes, and no. What really is the headline to this month is uh, the roads will lead you to somewhere or roads will lead you to enlightened paths, shall we say, because many of the top projects and contractor walls this month are road related. Um, so obviously, probably from the 1st of April, I think I said last month that um, a lot of councils and local authorities and government have new spend available because it's their new financial year. Um, and that is obviously where a lot of the money has gone this month. So top of the tree this month is uh, a business called Bear Scotland. Something that we don't hear of that often, but they run a lot of road networks and road maintenance and road improvement schemes around the North and Scotland itself. So they've picked up this uh, one project up there, which is worth 740 million. Um, it's for the Scottish Trunk Road Network maintenance contract Northwest unit. Um, it will be over a number of years, obviously, but it's a, a huge project, £740 million. And second on the list is a second project also uh, delivering by for Scotland. Um, so second on the table is Amy, and they've picked up a £530 million <laughs> Sorry, I just read Gary's <laughs> Gary's words. I, I could I could hear <laughs> Gary cheering from here, actually. Yeah, so they've picked up a second project uh, in Scotland, and this is the Scottish Trunk Road Network maintenance contract North East. So we've got Northwest and North East, and this is five hundred and thirty million pounds. Most of these are going to start around the August time, so there is a lot of preparation to get uh, get them off the ground. But yes. Um, Scotland this month is numero uno, shall we say, for uh, new projects. That's great to hear. Uh, I yeah. know Ken Hatcher has already asked about Wales. Given Wales' <laughs> aversion to all things roads related, I'm almost afraid to ask. But let's do the top five first, and then we'll get to the, get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. Well, Kia a third. They've picked up 21 projects, so they're the most this month as well. And surprise, surprise, they've picked up what their largest project is a road project as well. Um, now, this project is, is £460 million, is to design and deliver an upgrade to the A417 between Gloucester and Swindon. Uh, it was through a competitive procurement process through the National Highways Delivery Partnership Framework. So 
the largest one of their uh, 21 projects this month is this 460 million pound project down in the southwest region. Good to see um, Kia Group with their mojo back. That's we're back to the one project per working day again, aren't we? Exactly, and also when you consider that as uh, you've got to take in that period in the middle where we've had two weeks approximately of the Easter break, uh, that's a that's a good 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 month for Kias this month. Um, fourth on the list is BAM, um, and uh, they've picked up seven projects, and surprisingly enough, the largest one of their projects is a two hundred million pound road project as well. It's a link road from the M6 Junction 11 to the M54 Junction 1. Um, the scheme to provide a new link road um, and and also towards the to M6 toll as well. So the top four projects uh, this month are actually road projects. Uh, I don't know whether that's partly to do with uh, government trying to uh, boost, uh, boost, shall we say, um, the construction sector by releasing some monies in that area um, and also there's some local elections coming up i may think isn't there sometime this week i i don't know i don't i'm know. sure that's purely coincidental <laughs> you know but far, far be it from politicians to be cynical in any way uh, absolutely absolutely but there is some good news for wales because number oh! four, <laughs> yeah number five on the list is Buig. and do forgive me do forgive me, but if I say this incorrectly, uh, because obviously it's it's called Delta Parks. It's Pentron Awell. Is it two hundred million pound project? It's called the Wellness Village. Uh, will feature a new leisure centre, assisted living accommodation, a nursery home, plus market and social housing. And we're going to going to be doing that. So yeah, Wales has picked up a significant project, which is two hundred million pounds worth of work. Uh, well, just to demonstrate how fickle our audience is, Ken Hatcher, in one breath, says Wales is rubbish. <laughs> and then his yeah. happy, smiling faces. That pretty much sums up the uh, the market in general, I think, doesn't it? Uh, exactly. There, There is, um, yes, it's a strange marketplace. There is some winners and some losers this month for definite. Um, you've mentioned there's a lot of roads. Does that mean that the mighty housing has been knocked off its perch as the number one sector? Yes, by over, yes, 1.1 million for housing and 2.2 million for roads. So there you go, which is um, a total difference, isn't it? It's, uh, but it's not unsurprising, really, because there was obviously conversations through government to say about new roads uh, to or new infrastructure throughout the UK. Uh, so this is part of that. Um, and the spend hopefully will be maintained over the next 12 months as well. But yes, so, so number one this month is roads, uh, footpaths and cycleways, as we categorise it. And number two is housing. That's an interesting one. I mean, outside of HS2, I think that's the first time uh, housing's been knocked off its perch in three years, probably. I think so. Yeah, probably. I, I can't even remember, to be honest with you, because it's been that long. You know, it's normally housing, housing, housing. It's still gone past the billion pound mark. But, you know, for, for instance, uh, uh, roads, yeah, as you quite rightly say, um, other than the HS2 works for railways. Yeah, this is uh, something different to uh, talk about. Um, and given the fact that we, we're talking about some fairly big lumps of money being spent, for example, in Scotland, you've already said Scotland is numero uno. Did you mean that seriously? London's been knocked off his perch as well? Exactly. London has been knocked off its perch. Yes, uh, Scotland is way up there with, uh, you know, over £1.3 billion worth of work. And uh, um, 
London is below the billion pound mark, billion pound mark. So yes, it's a, a total change, really. Um, the Southwest has obviously got that uh, project. I think what, what where we go back? Where is it? Uh, yes, the Kia Highways project, which is obviously in Gloucester and Swindon, and then obviously the Midlands regions has got the two hundred million pound project for the M six. So. Yeah, it's a little bit more spread out across the, across the country this countryside this this month. I mean, in some ways, that's it's quite refreshing on two fronts. There, I, we've obviously stated in the past the fact that we are overly reliant upon the house building sector, so it's good to see uh, roads picking up some of the slack there. But also, this uh, breaking the uh, the London stronghold. You know, we, we're always looking for a bit more geographic spread, aren't we? Definitely. And, and the type of machinery that's going to be used, obviously aligned to your show as well as everything else, is going to be. <laughs> Sorry. <I> did... <laughs> Thank you, Gary. It's, it's the only time that score will actually mean anything. But yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, but yeah, for machinery wise. So uh, we're going to be using a lot more machines uh, in the near future. So that obviously uh, puts a lot more emphasis on the likes of your sector you, you discuss on this show here. Uh, so that's good news as well. Absolutely. Um, obviously, all of this comes at, at a time of continued uncertainty. Ukraine, skill shortages, fuel shortages, ad blue price hikes, materials price hikes. I've, I can, I've said them so many times, I can just list them off the top of my head. How are things looking in the wider world? I mean, we, I've, I've mentioned today that um, Quinto Crane Hire, a, a, a very well-known name in the uh, crane hire business, has slipped into administration. We're still losing companies, aren't we? We are, um, and some good businesses as well. Um, we're in that uh, difficult period of time where those price hikes that are coming through are just starting to come through. I obviously, since the VAT was taken off of the, uh, uh, the, the diesel, it's still new to the world. So there is still a, a, an, a, an adjustment happening. Uh, but what we are seeing is price hikes in, is going to affect the tendering in the future. And our concern as an organisation really is, is what effect that will have on clients and their budgets. Um, and are they going to put things on hold or are they going to still carry on because they see uh, this is only a, a temporary blip? We, we haven't got that data yet. We can't, we can't assess that data. But what we can say is the number of tenders that are out there is slowly declining in the, over the last six to eight weeks. So there is, a, there is an effect from Ukraine. And obviously, we got the, the, the considerable shutdowns in the likes of Shanghai and places like that due to coronavirus. Uh, we don't know the true effect of that on the construction industry. And obviously, materials, because we are uh, reliant upon uh, a number of materials coming from China. I, I know we we all, I always say this you deal in facts, but what what is your take on the market at the moment? Uh, was I right in saying uncertain, or are you feeling a bit of continued positivity? I mean, five five billion pounds still above average. Yeah, exactly. I think the word is inconsistent. Um, it, it really is inconsistent and and frustratingly inconsistent. You see these. Uh, good days of uh, projects coming through, uh, contract awards coming through, and then all of a sudden it'll go very, very quiet. Um, so it, inconsistent is, is where we are. <clears throat> the, the concern, obviously, now is, as you say, the, the slowing of um, future tenders. 
Although, is that reflected in the, the time of year? Because obviously we're talking about sort of four or five months hence that that work will start with four or five months hence is puts us smack bang in the middle of holiday season. Is that a seasonal thing or is that actually a, a genuine reason for concern? No, it's a genuine reason this month, uh, especially because those uh, projects that I was talking about, the, the government uh, awarding roads etc we would we would also have been looking to see a number of school projects coming through uh, local authority wise because of the summer holidays a lot of works are carried out during the summer holidays to while there's less uh, kind of inconvenience to the operate, operations of the school um, and we haven't seen that tranche of uh, uh, tenders in that sector now they may be being procured uh, a little bit differently. We would normally hear that as well. Um, so it, there, there is a little concern whether the actual local authorities have got uh, the monies to spend in that in that area of work. Whereas central government, lo- rather than local government, central government has it can it has obviously placed those orders. Whereas local government is a little bit hesitant at the present moment in time. So as it stands today. Probably best not to order the next Ferrari. Not no. quite necessary to buy the sad bags. Somewhere between the two. Yeah, um, I think I think sort of like what you can say is uh, some days the top of my body is absolutely boiling hot, and some days the bottom of my body is very very cold. But somewhere in the middle is okay. So. Um, strange analogy but that 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 was something that was a a very good friend of this uh organization uh dennis turner of hsbc who's unfortunately is no longer with us and and that's what he used to say that by his economics is um yeah it's somewhere in the middle at the moment um but we're very much keeping a watchful eye of what what is happening but it it, as i say i mean when, when you look at it certainly when you look at it regionally and sector wise it's actually been some pretty good news this month. Um, I mean, I, I think we felt sure. I, I'm fairly sure I checked back uh, last week, and, and I think last this time last year was 5.7 billion. So we fell slightly short of that. But the very fact that we're seeing that activity in Scotland, activity in roads, if we are looking to take some positives out of it, those would certainly be the positives, wouldn't they? Absolutely, and I, 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 I want to keep on that track. Really, yeah, the positives are there. We need to. Uh, there, there is still quite a good feel-good factor out there. Um, there isn't uh, huge amounts. So what is troubling the industry is, for definite, is quality personnel, um, actually attracting them to your business or, or new personnel. And maybe some of those uh, businesses that unfortunately are no longer with us, I don't think it'd be too long before a number of those staff will be uh, swallowed up by other businesses because we are still in a crisis of 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 employment uh, and we need to that's one of the big challenges of the future that's been one of the real themes i think over the past few months where you see companies going into administration you know 100 150 people made unemployed and then two or three days later they've all found alternative employment or a lot of them certainly have i think that that really highlights the demand for as you say skilled and and qualified people doesn't it Exactly. And, and, you know, that's good news for those people, unfortunately, that crane hire business that you spoke about earlier on. Um, but yeah, it's across the board. And, you know, qualified, skilled people are still in, in, in demand. So uh, the industry is still wanting that because what we've been talking about um, 
18 months ago up to now, those projects are still carrying on, especially the likes of HS2. And obviously, we've got these road projects as well. They're, they're not five minute projects. They are obviously continued. And we also spoke about uh, Morgan Sindel picking up that uh, 15 year project in uh, East Anglia not so long ago. So there's 15 years of uh, workload that can be actually viewed for the future. So, yeah, we, 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 there is some good news, but we need to make sure that we are still filling those skills gap as well. Yeah, well, funnily enough, Peter Haddock has just commented on that. That skills is a massive problem for the industry. Also seen a great deal of promotions on LinkedIn in the past few weeks. Yeah, I, and I, I guess that that is reflective of the industry and where it finds itself. If if you are if you are skilled, if you are well qualified, your employer will likely want to keep you on board and, and maybe throwing a few more pound notes at you and, and giving you a, a, a bit more power and a bit more responsibility is, is the way to do that. Yes, Peter's hit the nail on the head. Exactly right. We are that 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 could be one of the key priorities for the next eighteen months is is staff. Absolutely. Well, I'm I, I'm glad you haven't told me to go and batten down the hatches because um, I'm not entirely sure what the hatches are. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> uh, Neil, it's been a pleasure as always. I'm going to let you go back to the day job in the office. In the office. I can't believe I'm speaking to you from the office. Yeah. And, and I just want to, want to say one thing. You you, you asked your viewers to uh, give you names. Aren't you uh, kind of bringing on the fact of Boaty McBoatface comes to mind? Yes, <laughs> I, 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 I am inviting that. I, to be fair, it was one of those things. I, I was driving the other day and I, I noticed an awful lot of cars now have names that are either unpronounceable or completely meaningless. And I, I just thought, is it not time we had a few of those in this industry? And I do have a few ideas in mind, which I'm sure you that's precisely why I've I've come up with it. So yeah, <laughs> if anybody's coming up with digger McDigger face, don't, because I've already done that. Um, a, yeah, we, we shall see where the uh, where the where the industry takes us tomorrow. There's a caterpillar in there as well. I'm sure there is some. <laughs> the, the, the weird thing is, I mean, we do have some. We have things like the Hydra Dig from JCB and that kind of thing. What I don't understand is why you can have the Hydra Dig in one product line and then everything is else is a, a JS220 or a 3CX or whatever. And it also made me wonder about where people, you know, if, if you said to somebody, you know, I had a, a, a 1965 Aston Martin Vanquish, everyone would go, ah, oh, yeah, I know what that is. You said a 1965 3CX, everyone would go, uh, what one was that? So that will be a discussion point tomorrow. Nowhere near as serious as what we're doing here today, but um, yeah, that's, I, I just, you know, flights of fancy. That's what I'm all about. Neil, Absolutely. absolute pleasure. Hope you had a, a good long weekend um, and I shall speak to you very, very soon indeed. Okay. Good to speak to you. All the best.